All right, welcome to The Real Deal Podcast. I'm Maddie Marshall, and I have Kevin S.K. Brettauer here, the coach of the Los Angeles Ironman. Kevin, how are you doing today? Okay. Or tonight, actually. Yeah, it's good. So, doing good. I mean, you're a busy man right now. Yeah. Getting everything ready for Dai's big push at, you know, SK works at Dai, and uh, he's very important at the company and is pretty busy right now getting everything ready for World Cup, but it's always kind of an exciting time of the year right before World Cup. It's exciting once I get there. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but I mean, you know, you guys are coming out with some new stuff this year and which is going to be cool so you know I mean that's got to be kind of exciting I know you're like so face deep into it but yeah it's not as exciting because it's like stuff you've been working on all year so it, like it's the just some of it is gone yeah that that left a long time ago yeah so, so it's kind of like a chick being pregnant nine months you're just yeah. like just get this baby out of me and everyone's it's, like oh it's, you're glowing you're just yeah. oh my god you're so beautiful right now and you're like yeah it's great i feel fat and i want to get the baby out of me so that you're kind of like yeah nine i'm at, yeah exactly yeah. like though it's not really because you're not like you're skinny kevin so you're not really <laughs> fat so it's no not really that it doesn't great. work out yeah yeah but still um so you know heading into world cup Wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, some of the stories from, you know, you've had, you had a very interesting career yourself and, and then also you've been coaching a pretty interesting team this year too in the Los Angeles Ironman. I mean, how do you feel you guys have done this year? How do you feel, I mean, do you guys feel like you have a chance to win the World Cup? Yeah, I think so. I mean, our team's a lot younger than a lot of these, the other teams that are, have been making Sunday a lot and there's a lot less experience, which is obvious, but at the same time, that's why it's more exciting because none of these kids really have won any tournaments mm-hmm. other than Paxson and Short and Scott. But most of the rest of them, I don't believe, have won at any kind of pro level. So that's exciting because they're way more excited than I am usually. <laughs> what's it? I mean, what's it like to be uh, – I don't know. I mean, every team's different, but – What's it like to be kind of the guy up to this point leading the charge for all these kids? You know, I mean, it's is are they kind of cool to work with? Are they kind of a pain in the ass? I mean, who's easy well, to work with? Who's not? Well, it's both. Who's funny? Who's an asshole? You know? I mean, it's both because there's certain times where, you know, they all listen to you a lot better. But there's other times where there's like immaturity issues, which is they're, you know, some of them aren't even 21 yet, so it's not really that big of a deal when you look at it like, oh, well, he's not even 21. What was I like when I was 21? Like, I mean, we all know that we're not mature at 21, and I'm still not, so... I remember I mean, you at 21. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, it's... Certain players are uh, much well, easier. To- well, how old are you now? I am 34. Yeah, so you're 21 with 13 years of experience. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so certain things are a lot easier because they're much more impressionable. So when you tell them something, they actually listen. Like when I – it's it's like I had a really big switch. Like so I coached Dynasty for a while and then I stopped coaching them. And then – but they were much – they were much easier but harder team to coach because there was uh, they were easier because I didn't have to teach them little things. They knew they know all those things already, but they're harder because they think they're right. Mm-hmm. So all the time, which comes with experience, and you think you know that, 
so it's hard because there's but these kids are the opposite i have to teach them the little things but they just listen to whatever i say they don't ever argue about i'll just say this is what we're doing and everyone goes and does it there's no oh i don't i think we should do this they don't even say that usually like so uh so that's also hard because i don't get as much feedback from those players so like when you have, I have a couple guys that are experienced that I listen to a little more than the other, than the younger ones because they give me better feedback, but it's hard because so, sometimes I can't tell what's going on on the snake side as well. Like I can kind of tell, but like it's hard for me to tell. Mm-hmm. And talking about the snake side, I think that one of the most interesting stories, at least on the field for your team this year, is the emergence of, of, uh, of Toe Camel as your main snake player. Uh, Toke's only 18 years old, right? Uh, yeah. Just turned 18, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, because he was 17 when he started playing on the team. Yeah. Um, he actually slept on the couch at our house not too long ago. Yeah, so I, got, I, got I already, to... yes, I already did not. He had, uh, he was woken up very late. Yeah, it was not the yeah. night that, and I warned him too, man. I was like, you're, you're staying here tonight? And he's, yeah. I'm like, dude, it's a Saturday night, man. Like, yeah. There's a couple of my roommates that are, they're going to do, they're going to go out tonight. And and it was somebody's birthday too. I think it was, I forget whose birthday it was, but yeah. But anyway, it was, it was Toke not sleeping is what it was. And um, so, yeah, but uh, good kid. No, that's nice. That's what's kind of nice on my team is every single one of the kids is good. Like, I mean, like they're all really good kids and there's no like, Hotheads. There's nobody that is just an asshole, or is like there's no like clicks and stuff on the team. A lot of teams have click problems. Our team does not. Like even like Paxson could hang out with Toke, like the oldest and the youngest, and they will be fine. So that does not happen on most teams. Like yeah. And uh, luckily, we're all pretty much in the same area too. Like that helps a lot too. Like other than Toke and Paxson, everyone's within an hour and a half or so so that yeah. helps well Toke's from NorCal right he's from like uh San Jose area so and Toka High Hamill I mean his were his parents still, are, uh, uh, like hippies or something I or think what? he's told me he's not sure but uh is he because uh, is he half Hawaiian or something no like? he's supposed to be he thinks he's half Native American oh okay there we so Toka he would be a Native American name I don't know what Hamill is, but uh, it's British, something. English. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> what's Brett Hour? German, German, German. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're a Kraut. Yes. Yeah, 100% Kraut or no, no, no. I'm uh, German, Scottish, and Irish. So, yeah, I'm yeah. with you on the Scottish and Irish <laughs> yeah. deal there. Yeah, but yeah, so Toke is, I think it's interesting because he's been able to take that starting spot. Uh, because of his aggression, but man, he's still not good on Sunday. You know, I mean, he just doesn't. It's he's it's not it, there yet on it, Sunday. Yeah, but like people like have said that about like a couple of our guys. Like they're like, oh well, I'm like, he's played four pro tournaments. <laughs> four. I mean, I'm like. We expect excellence at all times. <laughs> I'm like four. Like let's let's go over that again. Four. How many have you played? Okay. Like. <laughs> You know, like oh, you've so, played forty pro tournaments. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Right. yeah. So it's okay. like, and like A Rod's the same way. He's played four. So it's like, and some of the other guys are are low on that number also. Like so, I mean, 
Yeah, so I mean, it's really not that many. Well, it's an interesting. Your your team has an interesting storyline. If I was a younger guy coming up right now in the paintball world, and I played anywhere on any divisional team, or just played any type of tournament paintball, and I was between the ages of thirteen and eighteen, I would be a huge fan of the Ironman right now because you guys have a lot of those younger players that are trying to prove themselves, and for the most part, doing it. You know, I mean, A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez on your team has played great all year long. Um, you know, I mean, he's uh, the second highest ranked player on the team after Mike Paxson. And you said he's only played four professional events? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, that would that instantly, I mean, I, you know, of course, I ha- I'm played on the Ironman for six years. So, you know, it, there's always a part of me that's an Ironman. Once Ironman, always an Ironman. But at the same time, it's like... If I was just some random guy that even liked the Ironman's nemesis, like if I was used Dynasty fan or something, because it's funny because it, you know Dynasty used to be those young kids and that's how they rose to you know the stratosphere as far as paintball superstardom was concerned because they had that really awesome story, you know, a bunch of young kids, you know, the whole Iron Kids deal, and then but the team that you guys have now really is more youth centric. And so if I was a younger guy in the sport right now, you, I would, you would have to be an Ironman fan, you know, just because you got guys like Toe Camel and Alex Rodriguez and, you know, even like guys like Ryan Martin is still pretty young and though yeah. he's been around for a little bit, but I mean, yeah, he's only 21 now. I think he just turned, he turned 21 this year. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there it's, it's interesting. So the nice part about it is I love practicing still. So like, I'll be like, I don't really want to go to practice. And they'll just, they enjoy it. Like as the older and more experience you get in paintball, the less and less you like practice. Like it just gets worse and worse. The more it becomes like work. Yeah. The more the joy, just the innate joy of playing paintball goes away because it's practice. You have to do it. And, you know, practice is a, you know, they don't call it the grind for nothing. I mean, that, that name did not just materialize out of the ether and somebody wanted to, you know, just call it that. I mean, it was the grind because it's tough, man. I mean, if yeah. you want to be really good and practice a lot, like it's expensive. It's a hard on the team budget. It's hard on your body. I mean, you're throwing, especially if you play front. Mm-hmm. But when you're young, so yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, they're not like, oh, my knee hurts and uh, all this other stuff. Like, yeah, they're they're still good to go. So, so who do you, who would you say is the most? Um, Who's got like maybe the biggest type A personality or the biggest go getter on, on the Ironman right now? Like who's the guy kind of like leading the charge, most energy? Who's that guy? I don't know that we don't have one person that's like that. There's people that are good in different areas. Like, uh, like for example, Ryan Martin is not like a super uh, outspoken, talks to everyone no, or anything like that. Yeah. So, but he's more of the type that is like, I'm playing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If you want to go, I'm there. So that is, in its own way, is a good way to do it. But there's not one person that's like, uh, like the captain. I mean, there's just different personalities that take care of different things. Like we're all assigned. Everyone has a job on the team, like unrelated to actually playing. Like all the stuff that you need. Like what's Ryan Martin's job? I, I forget what his is. Like, uh, Kyle knows all this stuff. but uh, So that's Kyle's job is to know what everyone's job is? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I wrote out a list, and then they split them up. And usually, like, the new guys get the terrible jobs, which is, like, pulling all the pods back and forth from the pit and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then it gets better. Carrying oh, paint. 
Yeah, like, yeah. well, everyone does that, too. Okay. So there's nobody that, you know, goes, you know, gets out of that except for me. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. So there's, like, different players. Like, there's ones like, you know, Justin and Brandon that have played a lot longer. So some of the younger guys listen to them more than, you know, just because they've been there. So Yeah. Well, it's also funny, too, because just the vibe on your team, like, for practice, it seems that because the kids enjoy it, that there's kind of like a fun vibe at practice, like your whole wheel of fire that it's, you guys do is, I mean, go go on, go on, go on Payball Access, go on the website and read Mike Paxson's interview. I want to get your take on it because it's so hilarious. But uh, yeah, read Ring of Fire by Mike Paxson. Um, it was just an interview that we did. It, it was hilarious. And you guys have some pretty severe penalties <laughs> yeah. for doing something bad, missing practice or being late or yeah, you get strikes though, right? I don't know. No, well, I'm. I don't know exactly how it started. Like, because that's what I wanted to know. Like, how did you guys start that? Who started this? It wasn't on the team back in the day. It it sort of was like they used to do like when you would get a major penalty, you would get a ring of fire, which is fine. Like you know, red, you get that. Like Mm -hmm. so, but that was a while ago. That was like. But a lot of people don't know what the ring of fire is. So like basically, if you get a red or a major at the tournament, uh, you basically one of your teammates shoots you in the chest from 10 feet away. Like, you know, and that's just what it is. So hence the bloody blood yes. well ring, ring of fire. Of fire. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's that. I don't know exactly when that started. Um, I, that was more of like a Billy and Miko kind of thing. Like, so, and then from there it kind of, we didn't really do that because like some of these majors like are just not majors. And I just, and like, for example, a couple of our guys, I'm like, at the end of the game, if you're not trying to win the game, what it doesn't matter. Like, I don't care. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like a Hail Mary at the end of the game. You, you still have to throw it. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, you don't just be like, oh, I don't want to get a major. Yeah. I'm not going to throw it. Yeah. Like, I, throw it. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't want to get an interception. Uh, Dude, there's only five seconds left. Yeah, you gotta it's just like my stats. It. I want my stats up. Like, yeah. I mean, no one cares. <laughs> like, so... Uh, like that uh, doesn't matter to me. I don't care about that. And like some of the minors, like you're just gonna get them. It's just like holding penalties in penal in football. You're going to get them. Like it mm-hmm. just happens. Yeah. So I thought some of those were kind of dumb. So then uh, at some point, I think it was when I first started coaching the Ironman. Like Paxson and Miko showed up like an hour freaking late to practice and. Billy was absolutely livid and he was just like he was he couldn't even talk to them he was so mad because like they were supposed to be the older experienced guys that they're supposed to look up to all yeah. the because we still we were just bringing in like kids and stuff so he was so mad at them and then I was just like well uh why don't they they have to play a Mexican standoff against each other and they're like no way we're not doing that we're not playing each other and I was like okay well you can play each other or you can play the whole team. So those two, and there were six other guys at that practice or whatever. And they're like, okay, we'll play the whole team. <laughs> so it's so it started. So Miko and Paxton. Played, at that point, it was like, uh, it was Scott, Kyle, Billy. Uh, I can't remember. I think Brandon was there. And then uh, Ryan Cohen was on the team. This was when I first started coaching the team. So I think it was those, I think it was five or six, oh, and maybe CC too, I don't remember. But there were six, so they played him, and I have never seen. Obviously, 
Paxton took the brunt of it <laughs> because uh, I don't know why, but like for some reason, Paxton just took it like twice as bad as Miko. And I've never seen like they look like leopards afterwards. Like they took their shirts <laughs> off at the end. This was at the end of the day too, yeah. after practice was done. Yeah, and it was just like oh my gosh. I was like, but it was one of the most entertaining things for me to watch ever. You're like, we have so, to do more of this. More of this must happen. Please be late. So can someone be late to practice next weekend? Yeah. So it was kind of like that so I was like oh my god this is fantastic this like this makes coming to practice entertaining for me like yeah. so uh and then I was like well and then I talked to like Mike after I think at some point I think after the end of last year I was uh, Billy retired and then I was like well I was like Paxton what should we do like because they I think we were having a little bit of problems like people showing up late and I was like well we just there needs to be something like you can't like find people no one makes you know no one gets rich off this so you can't i, I just don't feel yeah taking right like a people. little bit of the money that they get yeah away exactly with it's dick. just yeah. yeah it's just not well it's not the well, right it, way to do it it's just better than pain it's paintball so it's so much more appropriate that pain <laughs> yeah. is what the, is the price that you pay for messing up you know and it's, it's awesome. and it is hilarious because there are certain people that hate it so much like Justin, for example, hates all the all the games that we play. Like uh-huh. he just hates like Rings of Fire, all that. Like we've like made up all this whole wheel of um, death, or I forget what we even call it. Paxton's in charge of the discipline ah, discipline committee. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a, he enforces all the of rules. Of course, Mike yeah. is in charge of the disciplinary <laughs> so, committee. So uh, yeah, so he's in charge of that, and. Uh, so anytime anyone's late, they get rings of fire no matter what. And it doesn't matter what for. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, like, uh, so people like Justin are there early no matter what, all the time. Like, <laughs> and then some of the kids don't care. Like, Ryan was, like, late a bunch of times. And for, like, reasons he, out of his control. It wasn't, like, him even being late. It was, like, you know. But when he got stopped at the... Yeah, uh, he couldn't He, he couldn't go in one... You, you guys play at Camp Pendleton, which is a big military base yeah. here in northern part of San Diego. And actually, Camp Pendleton's massive, and it separates Orange County from yeah. uh, from northern count, North County, San Diego. And you can't just waltz onto that base. So. No, there's like there's like military police at, at guard checkpoints, and you have to drive through the checkpoints. And but they like scan your driver's license every time you go on and stuff to make sure you're not a terrorist or whatever. And uh, so apparently you're only allowed to go so many times a month. And Ryan went over his number like by, because he plays all the time. Yeah, because he plays on Wednesdays, like and with like the CP Raiders and then he you know on Fridays they play at night there too so he plays all the time there so I was and then uh, so I tried to get him through and then the the MP's like didn't you already try to get on to Ryan and then so like whatever so he didn't get to play but I think he got a ring of fire anyways even though that they didn't let him on like the next day so it's not so, even his bad no it doesn't matter still, it's still like unfortunately <laughs> yeah it's just the fire. rules it doesn't matter yeah. so so and so tell me more about the this, the wheel of death because it, there's there's a rotor that has certain punishments it's, that you have to take depending on what it is yeah there's like a like a, a quick feed thing and then there's like i think there's eight little teeth on it and uh on each tooth there's different things on it but in order to get to that point there's several things you can do you first you can be late three times and you have to spend the wheel or you can uh 
do other things that are terrible. Like miss flight or something. Uh, That's instant spin the wheel, right? Yeah, flight. now it is. Yes. Yeah. That became a problem. So now that is... What dumbass missed their flight? <laughs> three of them. What? After the last tournament, three of them missed their flight. And I was just like, I, I was like, oh my God. And like... To make it even worse, one of them was in the same room as the other person that made his flight. So it was like, I, I don't know. So I was like, just, I had no, and there's no more of that. So, mm. for example, <laughs> Toke missed his flight because he played with another team in Vegas. He has, but the guy, the team that he played with told me that, that he missed his flight. So he has to spin the wheel the next practice or this weekend. Oh, that's going to be... Even great. though it was Can for a different please team. Film that? Please film that. <laughs> even, even though it was for a different team, it doesn't matter. It's part of the rules. And, you know, he's wearing iron and jersey. So I figure, yeah, it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you 100%. Sorry, Toke. Uh, I liked you. You're a good kid. But I just... I, please film that because... Because explain for the people at home what is, what sort of nasty hellish punishments there's some terrible there's some terrible like what's the silver surfer the silver surfer one in my opinion is the worst because <laughs> but not only because of what it actually is but how people will take advantage of it and make you hurt more so it's basically I think Miko made this one up I'm not sure but basically you wear pads and a board shorts while you're playing and you have to play seven points but like it's not like we're actually if we were playing each other it would be even worse but like we're playing another team that we probably know and the people know what's going on so that person is going to get obliterated while they if they get shot out like they have to run off the field because <laughs> they're they're going to get shot the whole way off the field ju just because so, it's funny elbow pads knee pads your gun like, goggle that's it yeah and board shorts yeah <laughs> so that one's a silver surfer there's ryan actually had to spin it because he got three strikes before the last tournament mm -hmm. and he like there's two like I heard he got off super easy though no it was like you get a ring of he got a ring of fire and then spin again is is one thing so he had to spin again and then he got there's one get out of jail free card and he got that so I'm, i don't know how like but that's what he got oh, so well, because you know you have to have a chance to you know maybe be able to get out of it you or know? maybe you know like yeah because what if like karma saved him? Yeah. So apparently he'd stockpiled some good karma up. Yeah. So whatever. So karma was like, you know what? We're gonna let you off this time. Yeah. Because spin again and then get out of jail free card. Yeah. Because like there's the crucifix, right? Yeah. That that one's really good too. I like that one. <laughs> so it's the crucifix. You basically hold your hands out and then your feet uh, out and you get one basically ring of fire in each one of them. So four. <laughs> so it's it's funny. Did somebody stab you in the side too, or what? No, no, no. There's no was spear, whatever. Uh, and uh, the other one that, uh, oh, and that was the other rule. Well, Paxton, it's sort of a evolving rule book because uh, so like. What if somebody comes up with another funny one tomorrow, right? I mean, right. Yeah, and like for example, Token and A Rod were late to the last practice, so they're like, so Paxton decided that it would be okay if. They just spun the wheel to start with, or picked one of the things on the wheel to start with. They could just not get a strike because they were so concerned about their strikes. So they decided picking is better than, you know. So I think A Rod did a hot hands where you hold your own gun and shoot yourself in the palm, each palm. 
<laughs> so, so, so and then oh, and then so Daniel good. did the crucifix one. So so you got Silver Surfer, Ring of Fire, Hot Hands, and the crucifix. Yes. What are there any more? Um, I th- I think everyone at home should go on our Facebook and come up with your own. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm, I, I would be willing and to submit them. Yes, yes, to install them into our rule There book. should be a contest. Like yes. there should be some sort of contest where everyone at home tries to come up with the best additions to the Wheel of Death. Yeah, and then, uh, and then you guys should institute whatever wins. Yeah, that that makes that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. There was one about uh, I don't know. I can't. I don't know what's on it. Paxton's just kind of in charge of it. I just make sure that people don't get uh, hurt too bad. <laughs> but uh, so uh, yeah, I guess I'm the voice of reason afterwards. He's like, "Oh, what about this one?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> so uh, I think one of them was uh, the whole team stands at the X or the a whatever you want to call it and then the person has to run a lap yeah what was that one called i don't know what that one's called but that one's that one's hilarious and it was like you couldn't when you stand four, no we used to have four, a drill called four corners though. yeah but it was something like that yeah, and that, that that's kind of a spin-off of a drill that you used yeah, to do but you were not allowed to move wherever you were touching the a yeah so like you want to kind of pick a good spot to touch the a at while they run the lap you know so i don't know no one's i mean we haven't done some of these yet so uh, we'll see. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So, okay. So let's talk a little bit about. Um, so yeah, I'm serious about that. Please, just be for pure comedy sake, because because I think I love this. So <laughs> yeah. Like, this is the funniest part of any any team that I know, as far as their practices stuff is concerned, as far as paying the toll. So if anyone out there has similar funny ass shit that you guys do with your team, let us know. And I think also you guys should come up with some new ones because. That would be pretty sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, there, there was one other one that I know, I don't know, Dynasty had for a little while, which I really enjoyed the, the, the idea of it was like, I forget what it was for. If it was for a major or something, but you basically, once you drove back, like you drive your, you know, your team van back to the hotel, and then that guy that got the major had to deliver everyone's gear bags to their room. Which was fantastic, I thought, because that was just more humiliating, yeah. like than anything else. Like, so I liked that one. Like, yeah, that was pretty good. Because yeah. everyone can just leave, and you have to. Yeah, you know, buy everyone one, just leaves and take and, yeah. someone else's back. I mean, that would be a pain in the ass. Yeah, too. And, that would yeah. suck. So, did Ryan have to do that then? I don't. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> I forget I can, who did it. Ryan like, would not want to do someone, that. But someone, someone had to do it. I forget who it was though. Oh, that is comedy. Well, um. Before we get into your your uh, schedule that you guys are playing for the prelims, what you think about it? Um, what do you think about the layout? Make sure you guys tune in to the webcast. It's going to be October twenty fifth through the twenty eighth, so it's coming up here pretty soon. And uh, make sure to check out the rest of the content we got on Paintball Access. Man, watch the breakdown, watch the hot seat, tell your friends, like us on Facebook and Twitter and all the social networking craziness. Um, follow me on Instagram, Maddie Marshall SD, and we'll see you guys next time.